0: Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash live. This is going to be the most extraordinary presidential election in American history. I know that's a prediction, but I think it's a very, very safe prediction. The uh, front-running candidate in the Republican Party has multiple indictments. Um, he is going to be smack dab in the middle of his legal troubles during, uh, the, during the primary. And if he becomes the candidate uh, for the Republican Party, uh, he's going to be dealing with major legal battles during the entire campaign. Now, how do I know that? Well, uh, Judge Eileen Cannon is the judge handling the case over the documents. And by the way, folks, anyone with any common sense knows that this is politically motivated. Um, Joe Biden had secret documents in his garage next to his Corvette, not guarded, Um, any family member, guests, uh, could have had access. They found it in his personal library and so forth. And if you remember, the timing was fairly similar. And yet, President Biden has not even been interviewed. He's not even been questioned by the Department of Justice. Not even questioned. Um, And think about this. Whether you love him or hate him, Donald Trump was president of the United States, and the Department of Justice wants to put him in jail literally for the rest of his life over papers. Yeah, but Bob, they were secret papers. Yeah, they were secret papers that any president would handle. Um, it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Um, Did he break the law? I don't know. Maybe he did. Well, if he did, what would be the proper thing to do? Uh, Fine him? Warn him? Chastise him? Say, you were a bad boy, President Trump. You were naughty. You kept documents that you should not have kept. Now, think of the irony of this as I said before the break, some of the accusations against President Biden are bribery from a foreign government. That's one of the major accusations that he, Hunter, and his family were paid multiple millions of dollars to gain influence by a foreign government. Now, that is serious. Right now, it's just an accusation. Now, if Donald Trump had been selling documents to foreign governments for his own personal gain, uh, that would be different. But as far as I know, that is not any of the accusations. It's its ludicrous. It, I mean, it really is. But anyway, back to Judge Eileen Cannon, uh, who is the judge that has been appointed to uh, uh, handle the case Uh, She released this statement uh, a couple of days ago, quote, this case is hereby set for a criminal jury trial during the two week period commencing August 14th, 2023. But listen to this again, quoting or as soon thereafter, as the case may be called, there is no chance in the world. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Nada. There is no chance in the world that this trial is going to begin August 14th. You say, Bob, why? Trials never start on the date that they're set. Never. And especially a trial of this magnitude. Now, here is something that's going to really, really complicate this. The charges are top secret documents. All right. Is the jury going to be allowed to see those documents? Not unless they have top secret clearance. There is no way. Well, that takes time. Um, I, many years ago, I got, I've forgotten what level it was. I did not have top secret clearance, but I had security clearance. Way back years ago, I worked at an aircraft factory and, we were working on a project for the U.S. Air Force, and it was very top, very secret, secret, secret. And I was handling engineering documents and so forth, and I had to get uh, a secret clearance. And, I, again, I don't remember, It's been so many years ago, I don't remember the level. But it took time. They interviewed my parents. They interviewed high school teachers. They interviewed my friends. They interviewed my neighbors. You know, it was, it was a long, drawn-out process if they have to give these jurors clearance and why wouldn't they are the jurors supposed to take the word of the attorneys yeah this is top secret it's going to be a mess and there is no chance in the world that this trial is going to take place on august 14th which means this is going to be hanging over the head of Donald Trump through the entire primary season are going to have the leading Republican candidate with multiple indictments hanging over his head. And then I suspect this could, uh, if... Donald Trump is the nominee, many people are just assuming that he's going to be, Uh, if he is the nominee, I suspect that this is going to carry over even as long as the general election in November. Now think about how extraordinary that would be. The Republican candidate for president with 37 indictments, this is just one case. He's got the other cases in New York that he's got to deal with. Many people believe that he's going to be indicted in Georgia over election charges, election tampering, and, and so forth. Um, then, on the other hand, we have the oldest president in American history uh, who may be facing his own legal challenges with his son. Um, It it is going to be an absolutely extraordinary election. Uh, Unlike any election in American history and um, on both sides, it indicates just how low the United States of America has gone politically. And I'm not saying that about Donald Trump. I'm saying about the whole political process. It is, it is just sad. Uh, by the way, um, the House of Representatives has officially censured Adam Schiff. Uh, many people called him Shifty Shift. He was uh, out in front with the Trump impeachment Um, Anyone with any common sense and objectivity knows that he repeatedly lied, 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 lied about the Russia collusion thing with Trump. He said over and over again on the floor of the House and on TV I have evidence that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. I have evidence. Well, he didn't. We know that. He lied. He absolutely lied, and did it proudly, loudly, and repeatedly. When the Mueller uh, report came out and found there was no collusion whatsoever, did Schiff apologize? No. He um, he doubled down. Okay. This is one, I can't remember, this has only happened a handful of times in American history that a member of the House of Representatives has been censured. What does it mean? Nothing. It's a public slap on the wrist. It is a public, you were bad, you were a naughty boy. Seriously, that's, that's all that it means, but... I am grateful that the House of Representatives called out this man who for political gain was more than willing to make up stories about the President of the United States and to pursue impeachment when he knew, when he knew that he was lying. I mean, if he stood up and said, I have evidence and we find out he had no evidence, that's a lie. Uh, Here's how I define a lie. Telling an untruth is not necessarily a lie. If you don't know that it's untrue, your motive is pure, you didn't know, it becomes a lie when you know that it's not true, and you tell it anyway for your own personal gain. Adam Schiff lied and the uh, House of Representatives has censured him. Uh, Was he fined? No. Was he punished? No. Was he publicly humiliated? Oh, no. He uh, wore it as a badge of honor. We'll be back. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com Bob Bernie Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. We'll uh, wrap up this segment. Uh, at the top of the hour, it will be my privilege to um, have Robert Sprague, Ohio's treasurer, with us. Um, uh, Robert Sprague is here in the building and will be joining me and also. We're planning on having Mike Donadakis, the uh, president of Ohio Right to Life. Frank LaRose, Ohio's Secretary of State. And Chris Long will be joining us in the uh, next hour as well. Uh, I am broadcasting live from Akron uh, for the uh, Ohio Christian Alliance Freedom Banquet. Uh, Check out the Ohio Christian Alliance. They certainly should be on your radar. You should be familiar with what they're doing. Um, OhioCA.org is the website. OhioCA.org. Well, how about a little bit of good news? Um, The Biden administration has backtracked on the so-called transgender mandate. And this indeed is good news. Now, the mandate, actually, it's a carryover from the Obama administration when Obamacare uh, came down the pike and it was removed then. Biden tried to reinstate it. And it was an attempt by the Biden administration to define sex to include gender identity for the purpose of health and human service regulations. Now, what that would have done, it would have required doctors, clinics, and hospitals to perform procedures to which they object, and insurance companies would be forced to pay for such procedures. Um, In other words, if you have a Catholic hospital or a Baptist hospital, Baptist hospitals are all over the south i don't know of any up here um we have catholic hospitals anyway you have a a catholic methodist baptist hospital and they have religious objections to to surgically mutilating a child or even an adult to change their sex their gender This mandate from the Biden administration would have required hospitals to do that, regardless of what their religious convictions were, and it would have required insurance companies to pay for them. Well, the Biden administration has announced they're backing off. Uh, Brent Leatherwood, who is the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission for The Southern Baptist Convention released this statement. The Biden administration's decision to back down from the transgender mandate marks a significant victory in safeguarding the rights of medical professionals to operate in a manner consistent with their deepest held beliefs. This is an important development. We should take note of it because it not only represents a win for conscience rights, but also furthers efforts to shield vulnerable individuals who should never become pawns in the sexual revolution. Um, That's good news and rare that the Biden administration would backtrack on something like that. Then this is also good news. There's quite a battle down in Tennessee between... pardon me, pardon me, between the state and Vanderbilt University. Vanderbilt University has a large medical center, and they have been right at the epicenter of the transgender movement, sexual reassignment, surgery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the state passed a law, and the governor signed it into law prohibiting those procedures. Well, then word got out that Vanderbilt was going to do it anyway. They were so intent on doing this kind of radical surgery that they were going to do it anyway. Well, then when they were confronted with it, they said, oh, no, 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 we're, well, anyway, Uh, The battle is heating up because Vanderbilt University's Medical Center is now required to turn over patient medical records to the Tennessee Attorney General's office uh, as part of an investigation into medical billing fraud related to transgender medical services. Here is the contention. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. The contention is... They were continuing to do this transgender surgery, but then they billed it as some other kind of surgery so they wouldn't get caught. So the attorney general in Tennessee has told the medical center, uh, you're going to have to turn over records. We are going to do basically um, an audit. Um so anyway, we will, uh, we will watch that down in Tennessee. Uh, well, I don't have time to get into that story. 13-year-olds and math scores. Yeah, that's not good news. All right, anyway, we're going to take a break. Uh, as I've been telling you, I am in Akron. And when we return, we will sit down and chat with the treasurer for the state of Ohio. We'll be back.